I love the, what we say at the, at the end of every service. Cheer up, brethren. Because the word works. You know, sometimes people are looking for another alternative. But it is the word that works. It's the word that works. We've been on the topic solving family problems. And I'm very sure that the series has been a blessing to you. It's put you at peace with some things. It's giving you hope. When you look in the scriptures, which I, I from the beginning said that it was going to be a document to refer to in this topic. What is God looking at in this topic? What is God looking at? The things you, you feel like you want to change in your family. There are many things that God is considering in a topic of that nature that many people don't actually you know, pay attention to. There are many things God is considering when you go to him with like a, a family problem. I started off by telling you, first of all, we have to find out if it is solvable. Then who solves it? All right? When you look at if it's solvable, we have to look at who solves it. So we're able to establish that some things are not within your power as the child in the house. All right? There are certain things that happen probably if you're in a house and you're not okay with some of the things happening. Instead of putting things in your hands which will make you disappointed, your position on it most of the time should be when I have the opportunity to be a husband or father or wife or mother, I will not repeat it. Because now, because human beings like to put everything in their power, even the child wants to control the family in a sense. Now let me say this. Look at Deuteronomy 29 verse 29. He said, the secret things belong unto the Lord our God, but those things which are revealed belong unto us and our children forever. I didn't say to our children and to us. It belongs to us and our children. God reveals it to us and to our children, not our children and to us. So changes are not made that way, from the children to us, but from us to the children. It's important to note that families have graces. Groups have just as um, individuals have grace. Oh, this person has a grace. They are families with graces. Show your scripture. Second Corinthians chapter 8, verse 1. He says, Moreover, brethren, we do not wait of the grace of God bestowed on the churches of Macedonia. This is a group. This is not an individual. Churches have graces. When you're in a church like this, there's grace. There's a whole lot of grace, I tell you. You will find yourself doing things that you never thought you could ever do. It's a grace. Sometimes when people come, so I'll come to learn what you are doing and I'll go and do the same thing. They come and learn and never, never able to do it because we are not doing because we know something. We are doing because of a grace. The grace is given us. So it says, moreover, brethren, we do, we do you to wait or to witness of the grace of God bestowed on the church of Macedonia. So the churches of Macedonia have a grace. So groups have graces. So families have graces. Let me say this. If you're a father listening to me or your mother listening to me, having Weekly devotions and meetings and fasting and prayer for the family is very important. Because in the absence of such things, the devil sneaks in and brings certain things into the family. Fasting and prayer, for, there's a corporate fasting and prayer, like the church calls for fasting and prayer. The church is a family. I need you to understand. The church is a family. So, like the church calls for fasting and prayer, the family should call for fasting and prayer. Sometimes at the beginning of the year, 
The, the family should call for three days fasting and prayer, and everybody and everything in the house should fast, including animals. Now go and read Nineveh. Go and read the story of Nineveh. When jo- Jonah went to tell them that they were going to, uh, they were going to die if they did not repent, the Bible says even beasts fasted. Even beasts fasted. I know a man of God in this country that when he's fasting, all the animals in the house fast. And now the animals have come to accept it. So every Friday, they know that no food is coming to them. I mean, the animals part, you can decide to feed your, feed your animals anyway. But I need you to understand that in a house, in a home, there are graces that can come in. Just like we can call for a prayer meeting and we are praying and the Lord says, I have given the church this grace. When you find yourself praying and fasting as a family, there is a grace that got into it. Because there are families that have very peculiar graces. There are families that everybody that comes out becomes a priest. Their families, everybody that comes out from there becomes wealthy. Those things don't order themselves. I know they don't come by themselves. There are certain families like they are graces. Some are even passed on. Such graces are passed. It says, I do you to wait of the churches of Macedonia. So we can also say, I do to wait of the, of the families of the Asaris. See, there are groups with graces. Even in a church of this nature, where there's a lot of grace here, different fellowships have their graces. You see, different fellowships have their graces. There are some churches, they will need so many people to do many things. There are some churches, they don't have to be so many, they are few, but they are doing mighty things. Like Church 4. I mean, I mean last year, Church 4 did 250,000 copies of Rhapsody. And, and their hall, their hall sits just about 200 people. That's only, it could only be a grace. Because if you try to calculate it mathematically and you say everybody gave this, you will not even, it will not even get anywhere. There are some, you know, there are some groups, you know, when the, when the person made the fellowship, that as he prays, the Holy Spirit will tell him that I have given you grace for finances. So in that fellowship, you realize that they are not many, but they are doing mighty things financially. If they try to pull their weight in the other side of the grace to maybe have more souls, you see that they will find themselves struggling on that side until they contact the grace for that. They will find some other cells. You realize that that cell, when they go out for soul winning, mighty, mighty testimonies are happening. But they might not be able to pull their weight financially. Their grace is that side. So before they can also do the financial things, they also need to pull their weight and contact that grace. So the same way, families have graces. So when you become, or if you are the head of a home, he said that things, look at it, he said that things that are hidden, all right, he said they are for the Lord. He says, but the things, Deuteronomy 29 verse 29, that are revealed, most of the time when you engage yourself in prayer, what happens is revelation. He said, call upon me in the day of trouble. He said, and I answered thee, and he said, I will show thee great and mighty things. So not all prayer gives you, some prayers show you. So sometimes you're praying and the Lord tells you because what God has not said, he will not do. So you find yourself that you're praying and God tells you, he said, from today, this family will never go through this again. It is, you know, you will not go through it because God said so. And that came in the place of prayer. Ask yourself a question. Why is it that sometimes when you have not prayed or you are not fasting, God does not tell you certain things? He said, because he does not cast a spell among swines. So some things have not come into your life because you have not heard them. And they are, you have not heard them because you are not well positioned. And you are not well positioned because you are carnal. 
So sometimes when you find yourself in prayer, no, find out, find out anybody who found himself not doing well, maybe as a cell leader, as a fellowship leader, he, he, he gets himself fasting and praying. When he gets himself fasting and praying, God gives a word. They take themselves for account and they are praying. Then God gives a word. Then that becomes their experience throughout that year or becomes their experience henceforth because of what God said. He said the voice of the Lord twists the oaks. See, the mighty things happen from the voice of God. So when, when, when a family is not engaging themselves in regular fasting and prayer, because sometimes some things that happen in the family is because of certain uh, 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 oppressions of the devil. Because, like I said, if there's an individual grace and there's a group grace, there's individual demonic manifestation, there's also group de- de- demonic oppression. There are group ones. What I'm saying is very, very um, biblical. There was a prince of Persia. He didn't start the country of Persia, but he's still called Prince of Persia. He didn't start the country. So anytime a group gathers, the devil says, okay, you are in charge of this one. Whether it be a family, be whatever it is. You know, so devil like, he, know, he understands this thing and he likes to make transactions like that. Certainly to which of the graces of the churches of Macedonia. So they are group graces. Find out, find out, find out. If you're a father, you find out what grace is in this family. See, you're not going to pray to have a grace. You're finding out, what, Lord, what grace is in this family? The day I was told I was going to, I was going to pass house in Lagos, we were told, maybe say evening around 6 p.m. By the time we got to the hotel, because we went for a conference and I was told, by the time we got to the hotel, I mean, I was not the one who, only one who was told, a, a, a group of people, some of them my friends and all that. So we got to the hotel, everybody was thinking, wow, okay. We got, I don't, none of us were ready. We were all thinking of some moves we wanted to make, you know. Then this comes in. But we knew that's God's plan and we are not trained to reject things that are given to us, high things that are given to us by God. And it's not like there's a church and you're going to take over, you're going to start from scratch. So that night, I needed to hear God speak. That what will be the grace on the group? Because I'm going to start a church as a group. What will be the grace on the group? So that night when everybody went to sleep, I went to the car park of the hotel. I was there for almost three hours. Speaking in tongues, speaking in tongues, speaking in tongues. And the Spirit of God spoke to me. He said, your church will be a church of giant results. Now, now, at this time I'm speaking... I'm, I've not even started, but the spirit was a giant result. That means the grace of giant result is supposed to be there. So now, if I ever start it and I don't see it, then I can contend for it because God said so. After you go to your church and church has family fasting and prayers, and like for example, I'll tell you this. The grace, I won't tell you, that's why it's important the church you're in. So people take these things more lightly. The grace on your church, all right, shows you what God thinks of you. When Solomon built the temple, he prayed. He said, when anybody, said, Lord, when anybody looks upon this temple, that means the whole of Jerusalem will look upon the temple. So now, people don't understand the reason why Daniel was not chewed by the lions. Because when Daniel was praying, he looked toward the temple. So God, by allowing Daniel to live, was actually responding to the prayer of Solomon years ago. Because Daniel opened, opened the, 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 the window and he was facing the temple. And a prayer had been prayed concerning that temple that anybody who looks to it. So, in the kingdom, when God puts you in a group, he's telling you the grace available to you. Listen, I knew I could never be poor when God connected me to my father, Pastor Bill Lauer. 
I told you before in eight days of blessing, I said the child of an elephant does not pray to be big. So when you see the person God has connected you to, you are seeing your future. He said, I do you to wait of the grace on the churches of Macedonia. What grace is in your family? What grace is in the family? It will take asking God to know. Thank you, Father. Now, what happens then if you're in a family, your father probably does not believe in prayers, your mother does not believe in prayers, or maybe they do, but they don't really pray. And for you, the child, to now start morning devotion and weekly prayers, that's not going to be possible. You, can't, you, you, you might not be able to, except they've accepted you as a man of God there. Then it brings us into another dynamic. And I said, do, don't get yourself depressed over things you cannot change. Just ask and realize and, and, and know what God is expecting of you at that time. I'll give you an example. For example, most of the time you are praying for your father's business to do well so that he can pay your fees. Not because you really, really want him to do well like that, but you know that if he does well, <laughs> you, know, no, you know that if he does well, it will get to you. You get it. Your allowance will increase. You understand? But let me tell you, that is where many people miss it. Last week I talked about you starting a walk with God. God takes you out and starts a walk with God. What you are not realizing is that God can make your financial story independent of the family. You have thought of it. Because you are so used to taking money, taking money, so you think, if they have more, I'll get more. No, switch your mind a little bit and start thinking, God can supply irrespective of the family. Because you're a Christian, God is also your father. So then, who is important in this thing? Instead of you disturbing yourself about you changing the family because you cannot change it, what are you supposed to be doing? You're supposed to be learning the word for yourself and be having independent results. Why? Because you are the one God is going to use to change the family. So you need to study the word of God. You need to know what to do. You need to build your faith, build capacity because God is taking you on a journey. So focus on you. Focus on you. Last week I talked about the seeds that God, God causes you to sow at a particular point in time. The seeds of mercy. Seeds of mercy. Jesus said, blessed are the merciful. So because they will have mercy. Blessed are the judgmental, for they shall have judgment. So you never show mercy. And, and, and I, I, t- I keep telling you that that's one of the things gossip does. Gossiping is a judgment. It's a judgment. You meet the person and say, ah, have you heard what this person has done? That the lost army church. That the lost army church. What's going on in there is very, you are not merciful. You cannot show people mercy. Church five. Only God knows what's going on there. Yes, I told the story. I said, normalize shutting up people who judge people. Normalize it. Normalize it. Or at least, even if you finish the gossip, hold hands. Let's say, let's pray for the person. <laughs> at least. Because it's, it's, it's judgmental. And none of us have been given a, a, a ministry to judge people. As a pastor, I can correct the person, I can rebuke the person, but you judging the person, what, what can you add to it except spreading it? And I told her, I said, gossip is a, it's a hard thing because now people have different ways of doing it. This one, go to this one. I want us to pray for somebody. Say, who? Hmm, you don't know what has happened. Hmm. <laughs> it's another, there's, there are different ways. Now, it can be spiritualized. You are, you are in this church and you don't know. You are in this cell, you don't know what has happened. You know, years ago, I noticed something. I was always last to hear breaking news. <laughs> I was always the last to hear breaking news. I don't know why I don't hear those. I'm so, sometimes it's as if I'm so naive. And this, by the time I'm hearing, it's maybe two months after. And I, I can't, one day somebody said something to me. He said, I don't know how, but I just keep hearing these things. Ah, the devil is attacking you. I never hear those things, oh. 
Those, I don't know why people don't feel comfortable coming to tell me things. People don't like it. I don't know why I don't get breaking news. I'm honestly speaking. So I'm, I'm not even, I'm not exaggerating. People, I just find out that I'm hearing the thing later. And I thank God, you know why? Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Nobody's polluting my heart. So in the places that you before were lock, walking boldly, now you are afraid of everybody because of the stories you have heard. You are afraid. Hey, one must be careful. <laughs> see, if you are somebody that news just keeps coming to you, examine yourself. Ask yourself, ask yourself say, Father, why is it not money is coming to me? It's not money that's coming to me, but news of people that's coming to me. Lord, we need to change what is coming to me. So he said, money is coming to me. No news of people. Anna. <laughs> I would prefer money to come to me than news of people. What will I do with it? I don't know why, but all the, it just comes to me. I don't know why. People just feel comfortable talking to me. Hey. <laughs> Blanket. <laughs> Let your life be the, the expression of the righteousness of God. What would Jesus have done? See, what would Jesus have done? Judge people? No, Jesus never judged anybody. Of course, he was not condoning the wrong, but he never judged anybody. If Jesus doesn't like what you're, you're saying there, he tells you in your face, then, then, and he's over with you. Venomous, you serpent Pharisees. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> Some people, I don't know where people got the idea of gentle Jesus make a mouth from. What I read in the Bible is not gentle Jesus make a mouth. It's a man who is firm. Woe unto you, Chorazin. If the mighty things that were done in Jerusalem were done in you. <laughs> You know why? Because Jesus was never afraid of anybody. Sometimes you have to listen to some, so, something somebody is saying, even though it's going to destroy your faith, you have to listen to it because you don't want to hurt the person. Now think about how many times we are had to do the wrong thing because we didn't want to hurt somebody. Which I, I, I suffered from at a certain point in my life for so long. The thing, I don't like what is going on, but I have to keep quiet so that I do not hurt the person. Until one day I read the scripture. He said, these people worship me with their mouth, but their heart is far from me. He said, their fear of me is taught by the precept of men. And the Bible says the fear of a man is a snare. That means you always trap yourself if you fear people. So someone comes to talk to you, doesn't matter how much of a friend a person is to you, you are going to tell the person, you know what, what you just did is very wrong. You don't do this. You don't talk about people in front of me. The person will not bring the news again. But sometimes because we are afraid to lose the friend, we cannot say that to the person. Don't judge people. Restore people. All right? Restore people. The Bible says, if your brother be overtaken in a fault, he said, you who is spiritual, I said, restore such person with the spirit of meekness. He said, lest you also fall by the same thing. One of the saddest things is seeing people who judge other people doing the same thing. And at the time they were judging the person, they were not doing it. They didn't know that they were attracting it. See? So, solving family problems. Solving family problems. Train yourself right. Train yourself in the word of God. Train yourself right. Train yourself in the word of God. Everything is in the word of God. Everything is in the word of God. Some say, oh, there's Bible and there's common sense. Every common sense in the Bible. I tell you, maybe you've never read it. Some people think Bible is all about Ten Commandments. Everything is in the scriptures. You'll be shocked. You just need to study to realize that everything is in the scriptures. I said there are things you'll be able to change. Some you'll not be able to change. For example, you live in a house probably your parents never said to themselves. You never heard them say, I love you. You see how people are saying, hmm, 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 hmm. Many people can relate. Then you never heard it. So it's so difficult. When after service, pastor says, tell somebody I love you. Say, mm. <laughs> no, it's so, it's so huge. 
I only said, tell someone, I love you. If you were in the days of Jesus, greet one another with a holy kiss. No, no, no. Look at you. If they showed you a video of what, how Judas betrayed Jesus, you say, hey, gay, 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 gay. <laughs> you, you see how culture has affected it. See, when, when you see, when you go to see um, uh, some of these big, big meetings, ambassadors are meeting, they meet the other left, right, left. <laughs> you, you live in a house and, and you, you, they never did it. Don't, don't condemn it. You learn from there. You've heard that people tend to do things they saw while they were kids. They saw their father shout on their mom, and, and, and that's a wrong response. It is not automatic to do what you saw your father do. Because the word of God has a changing capacity. If it doesn't have God, will tell us. The word of God can change you. The word of God, he says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. One time I saw a diagram and I saw, it was like a drawing. Uh, and two people said, one said, I'm a drunkard because my dad used to drink. The other person said, I'm not a drunkard because my dad used to drink. Look at it. Let me tell you, even when I was not saved, all right, drinking used to be very hard for me. Now, even when I got saved, I found myself in the, group, in the midst of certain Christians, Christian brothers, who will drink. Look, they can be 18, and they are all drinking alcohol. I will never drink it. And most of the time, it will be like, like that. 18 versus only me, alcohol for coke. <laughs> and I was not ashamed. You can't pressure me. I was not ashamed. You know why? Let me tell you one reason why I said I will never drink. Because while I was in St. Peter's, one time we, we broke bounds out of school and we were going out. And we saw a man. He was, he was so shrinked, falling on the road, drunk, rolling. Then he would stand up again, and people would laugh at him, and he would just be walking. And I looked at him, I said, this is what drinking does to people. I will never drink again. From that day, that picture has never left my mind. So you see what your father always does by getting drunk and coming home and beating your mother and making all of you cry, and you grew up and you do the same thing. I'm not disputing the fact that sometimes after when you see things like that, the, um, the, they copy because, for example, till today, the way I pray is the way my dad used to pray years ago that I saw him as a kid. Till today, when he's praying, he's just there shaking his leg like that. Till today, I'm praying, I just for myself shaking my leg. It has copied. And that's a good thing to learn. The ones I think I, I don't like or I didn't like, I'll change them. I'll change them and let them conform to the word of God. He said, do not be conformed to this world. Don't be conformed to what you see, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Do you find your father beating your mother? Aside whatever action you want to take, the family wants to take, you make up your mind. When I start a family, no one touches anybody here. Like I said, if you're in a house, nobody said I love you. Nobody said I love you too. Oh, one time I was just, I was just with pastor, and pastor had called David Prince. And they were on the phone. Hey, my boy, how are you doing? Hey, daddy, today I went to school. I did When they were all done, I said, okay, I'm going. Okay, daddy. He said, I can't come home today. Why, daddy? I have all night. Oh, I understand. <laughs> then he was there. I said, I love you, my boy. He said, I love you too, daddy. Oh. <laughs> you think the boy learned to say I love you from the womb? <laughs> he was taught. You get mine? Huh? You can make a room in the house. The one who wakes up first says, I love you. The last to sleep says, I love you. It's a rule in the house. 
When you come back from work, you are tired, you have to dance for one minute. <laughs> <laughs> are you seeing? Yes, sir, sir. We're not going to let. I love you too. Uh... Yes. But you want to show that you are the line of the tribe of Judah. You want to say, I'm the man of the house. If you, if you have to say that three times a day, there's a problem in the house. <laughs> you have to remind you, I'm the man of the house. Let the man show by the money. Mm. Yes, sir. <laughs> man is a warrior of the house. Even if no money, there are some things you exhibit in your home. You don't have to be a prophet. But you're the prophet of the family. Because you're the man of the house. You can foresee, because you're a father of the house, you can foresee danger in the next two weeks. You say, this, this house, everybody's fasting and prayer, I foresee danger in the two, next two weeks. The next two weeks, the devil strikes, and everybody, they all look at their father. Hey, daddy, daddy, daddy. What an example. What an example. So then, you'll be taking notes. Not everything that happens in front of you is for you to change. Some are for you to learn. So you'll be taking notes. I'm not going to do this. We're going to do that. I'm going to do this. So that the children that will come after you, if Jesus tarries, which I don't think. <laughs> Andy said he should tell you. <laughs> For personal reasons. <laughs> you know. So the people come up to you who will be looking at, and, and you are a better version. So they also get better. And people just keep getting better. Joshua said, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Wow. See, are you seeing your future? How good it's going to be? You're, going to put, you're, not, you're not going to put your children through something because you are learning to walk by faith now. Let me tell you, money is never security. The spirit of God is your security. I know people who have gotten to marry, marry and go and start a family because they had some money in their account. Two years later, they lost everything. That's not your security. That cannot be your security. Your security is the word of God. Then so you, you develop what we call character. You see, there are some things you're learning today in church that you, you will require in the future. Like one, something like you have a target. So I'm going to hit my target. Then you say, I'll give myself two weeks to hit the target. After two weeks, you hit the target. Even when there was nothing. So when you become a father, look at the kind of life you'll be living. There's something to do in the house. And it looks like challenges have come and everything is down. You're going to tell people that in the next two weeks, we are going to rise back. You see, you have developed character. You develop character in the very little things, truly. Like, for example... I'm going to be here by 12, and you are there. That's how you start developing character. Powerful. You learned something? Yes, sir. All right. Now, let's go to another side of this. Now, sometimes you look at the family, even though I've told you that things, it's not your place to change the things, all right? Especially permanently, permanently. It's not your place to change things permanently. For example, I told you, um, Jesus said, let me show you a scripture. John chapter 10. Look at verse 34. And Jesus answered them, Is it not written in your law, I said, ye are gods? Then he says, verse 35. If he called them gods, unto whom the word of God came, let's read the last side of it. One to go. Let's read it again. One to, two, one to go. Say it again. Say it again. Say it again. Say it again. Listen, the scripture cannot be broken. If your father is not paying tithe, it doesn't matter how much you cry. It doesn't matter how much you cry. God, bless my father. Bless my father. Jesus will respond to you. And the scripture cannot be broken. So a permanent change 
will be an issue for you. You will not be able to effect a permanent change because the scripture cannot be broken. Jesus is not going to break the scripture. God is not going to break the scripture because you're praying. The scripture cannot be broken. So a permanent change will be, a, a, will be an issue. But then sometimes some um, things happen, all right? Some things happen and you sometimes even need just a temporary change. I'll give you an example. A lot of times when people come to like our programs, right, and they get healed. They had an issue, they probably had HIV, they get healed of it, then they stop coming to church. They don't come to church again, sometimes for no apparent reason. They don't want to come to church again. Sometimes, oh, I have to go back to my former church. Where they are not learning the subject of faith, they are not learning, all right, are you listening? They don't learning the subject of faith, how to keep their miracle, how to walk in the miracle. And because they thought, oh, I've gone to my miracle, I'm gone back. Many times it comes back. Many times the sicknesses come back. And people say, ah, that man of God, when he prays for you, you'll be healed in the church, but when you go back home, you'll be sick again. It's biblical. Jesus said, when a demon leaves a man, he goes away wandering. So all the time the demon is wandering, you are fine. And he said, he will now go to seven stronger demons. So most of the time, when those people get sick again, they, they are worse off than when they were going to be healed. When going to heal. Why? Because the power of God heals them. But it takes the message of faith for them to be whole. It takes the message of faith for them to keep it. So most of the time, when they get healed in church, God requires them to come back, sit down, keep hearing the message of faith so that they can maintain their health. Because most times, when you even get healed, the devil will strike again with a symptom waiting to know whether you know something or not. So sometimes you were having a leg problem, you were healed for one month, one day you were walking, you had a pain. A pain just came right now. And you have two... Hey, your baby, your mom, your baby, your mom. You, it's back. Nobody can stop. It's back. It's back. But you're healed as you're going. A pain comes in. Ouch! I'm healed in the name of Jesus. I'm already healed. I'm already healed. I'm already healed. You know what? You, when you do that, you know what you've done? You activated faith. So that, that power of God that, that healed you, it brings it back. You activate it. The glory of God, the power of God, the gift of God, the anointing, the, the grace of God, that's on our life. We might not feel it. What makes it activated is remembrance. Paul told Timothy, he said, remember the hands were laid on you. Remember. So when you remember the day hands were laid on you, you that's why when a prophecy is given to you, most of the time, you have to write it down, say it to yourself again, say it again to yourself. Maybe you just came to see pastor after service and pastor said it is well with you. Do you know that, that it is well with you can carry you for 20 years? Because sometimes people are waiting for dangerous prayers. They'll, they'll, they'll come to me and say, pastor, pray for me. Pray for me. I said, I don't want to hurt their feelings. I said, oh, all is well. All is well. No, sometimes, you know, I remember a time I went to give pastor a seed. Some years ago, he said, God bless your seed for you. That was it. That was it. I, I, I thought pastor was going to, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Hold my shoe for me, hold my shoe for me. <laughs> because, because that's what makes people think that, ah, today, today, the prayer I receive. <laughs> hold my shoe for me. <laughs> Sometimes people come to me, and they say, Pastor, I want to give you a seat. Once they give me the seat, I say, God bless it. That's it, oh. That's it. You don't need any, 
If the Spirit of God prompts pastor to give another word, he will give it. If he doesn't, take the one you got. God bless your seed for you. Do you know the meaning of that? God bless your seed for you. That means there's a blessing on my seed. But you're looking for... I call upon the seven thunders. Yeah! <laughs> you see, you are looking for Korean series. That's what you are looking for. See, no, 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 no. I, I went to pass, I gave us a seed. He said, wow, God bless it for you. No, I said, no, that's the word. God bless it for me. That's the word. That, that's the word. God bless it for me. I said, oh, God bless it for me. That means that seed is blessed. That seed is blessed. I keep saying it to myself. God has blessed that seed. God has blessed that seed. That means that seed has the power to keep multiplying and keep multiplying and keep multiplying. God bless my seed for me. Don't look for spectacular things. Walk in the supernatural. It's as potent. It's that potent. Sometimes people who profess even spectacular things, nothing much to them. Ah, I've seen Jesus eight times. Ah. <laughs> you know, Pastor, uh, um, last night I was just, I was just in my room and. Uh, uh, I felt something and uh, a shadow, a shadow came and I, I asked myself, who is here in this? It's a, uh, Jesus came, Jesus came and opened his arms. I saw two, two, oh. <laughs> I saw two, two holes between his, his hand, two holes between his hand and, and, um, um, and he laid his hand on me and said, from today you, you shall be full of wisdom and knowledge. Meanwhile, Meanwhile, everything you have said that day is foolish. <laughs> Listen, if Jesus appeared to you, you won't have to introduce it to us. We will know. The Bible says that people took knowledge of the disciples that they had been with Jesus. Last Sunday, they had a miracle service in uh, Model Church. <laughs> oh boy, what a service. <laughs> it was, I, didn't, I didn't preach more than 20 minutes. I just told them what happened and the reason why the people should be healed. I just told them the reason why people should be healed. I said, something happened to me. There was, you understand, something happened to me. I had a visitation. And so the miracles happened to prove that, yes, truly, I had a visitation. Do you understand? So don't be scaring us. <laughs> like a lady went to tell Pastor sometime. I mean, Pastor B. You went to tell Pastor B sometime. Pastor, please pray for me. Please pray for me. All the demons in Sunyane after me. <laughs> All the demons in Sunyane are after you. The pastor asked her, pastor asked her, are you a soul winner? He said, no. Ah, what are the demons doing with a non-soul winner? <laughs> they have no business with a non-soul winner, please. Are you sure you're here? So, sometimes, like I said, you want to um, effect not a, a permanent change, but you want to effect sometimes just a temporary change because you, you're looking at at, at, at the condition of your mom or your dad, and sometimes some behavior, some um, behavioral patterns, and some things that your parents can exhibit sometimes. When you are discerning, you realize that no, this is demonic. How do you know something is demonic? Deception, dissension, deception. You know, it's this, you know, they was trying to deceive them in there. Then sometimes deception. Why? Every time there's a misunderstanding. Sometimes it is demonic. Not all the time. Sometimes it's a result of upbringing. But I told you before, the um, Bible says that we forgive because we don't want Satan to outwit us. Because we are not ignorant of his schemes. He has schemes. He has things he does. And one of them is dissension. Sowing discord among brethren. Sometimes when the devil sees that a cell 
is doing very well, they are growing, what he does is that he starts causing division. He starts causing division because he knows that if they are together, nothing can go wrong. So for me as a pastor, I go against dissension a lot. If I see someone, that's why I talk against gossips a lot because gossips, they, 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 they break groups. They break groups. The Bible says that four things the Lord hates. He said one of them is one that sows discord among brethren. I don't, I don't like it at all. People also, because when we have one mind and we have one heart, the things we do are so big. Every time I see a church where they are very united, like for example, I said, the Lord's army. The Lord's army, they are so, they are so united. You can tell they are so united. After service, you see they are so united. And church one, very, very yeah. united. They're so united. And they love their pastor assistant yeah. so much. When you, see, when you see a fellowship that's very united, you see it. And check, there are some fellowships that were doing well because they were united. Now they are no longer united. So you don't see the result again. I've served some people. Yeah, because the unity is so important. So the Bible says that we should strive to be of one mind. It's a working. You work so you can bring in unity. Because the devil, he sows dissension. He sows dissension. Trying to scatter the people. This one said it against this person now. They are factions. You see sometimes factions and choirs. Then the group, they are the rich ladies. Hey. You see, they are the, they are the, they are the fresh boys club of the choir. And they come for choir rehearsal and they lick their lips. Mm. <laughs> so they, they need to prove that, you know. <laughs> so those, those kind of people, when, when choir rehearsal is going on, master the ruler. It's all of them to sing and open their mouth and master. Like, master. <laughs> You what You are the one who comes. No factions. We are Christians. We can love anybody. We are Christians. We can love anybody. I love you, dude, and we. Yeah, you love everybody. You can love everybody. So everybody, we are all there. We are all one. We are one. We are one. No dissension. So the devil uses that. So sometimes you come into certain families and there are factions. Some of the children are with the mother, some are with the father. Maliko Hasito. I have said something, no? Hey, hey, this thing I've said is bigger than my mouth. I said, now they, they have divided the house into two. There's the father's club and the mother's club. So team mother, team father. And anytime the father is with, the, with, the, with his team, he's telling them how bad the mother is. And how the, when the mother is, he's telling how bad the father is. So there's dissension. Where is forgiveness? It's forgiveness. So most of the time, in, in a place like that, you want to have a temporary change. And sometimes I said, these things are sown by the devil. You need to be discerning to know. So what do you do? So we are looking at, you know, you want to cause an immediate change, like a temporary change. You want to, your, your, your father has been, has been um, maybe... Uh, drinking, drinking, and he, he cannot stop. It's, it's, it's taking all his money. It, that, that's one of the reasons why he doesn't know what to do. He's drinking and drinking. Most of the time, those cyclical things are demonic oppression. You see, so it's not like your dad is a bad person because you know your dad. If he was in his right state of mind, he's not going to do that. So there, you can step in as a Christian 
Are you seeing? Now, remember from the beginning, I've been teaching you something. In the beginning, I was dealing with the priesthood and the hierarchy. But now, I am, I am changing the rules by changing the position. So now you're going to step in as a Christian. Because you have discovered that, okay, how do I know if it is demonic or not? Now, in prayer, not every prayer is supposed to bring you an answer. A lot of the time, when it comes to things that have to do with demonic spirits, what you're going to deal with is inquiry. You need to sometimes take some time to fast and pray, not for answers, but you're fasting and, pray, and praying to inquire from God what is the matter. And let me tell you something about God. He will always answer you. And before you start, tell him, say, Father, thank you, because anytime we ask you questions, you always answer. It should begin your prayers. When you're looking for answers, there's no time I have gone inquiring from God that I don't get my answer. Because sometimes I was asking God, I was not getting an answer. It's not true. Every time you begin that kind of prayer, where you are inquiring from God, now, most of the time when you inquire from God, you need to add a fast. Go on a fast. Go on a fast. One time, I've told you the story before. I noticed something was happening in church. And brethren just kept coming. Every time anyone who was coming was coming with a problem. And my house is bent. And at this, that. I remember that when we were in Best Western, anybody who was coming is coming with testimony. But this time around, I noticed that everybody coming was coming with a challenge. So I just noticed that mm, something is wrong. Because the brethren are then I started having stories of people, you know, um, not just the challenges. They were just not coming to church again. They were just staying in their house. They were just, they didn't want to serve the Lord again. And I just noticed that. When I noticed it, I began to ask questions. First of all, I started asking some of the leaders. I was asking questions. I said, what's wrong? What's this? They were not telling me. You know. So at a point in time, I realized that, look, I'm asking this for too many things. Let me go and ask God. So after one Sunday service, one lady came to me and said, her house is burnt. I said, what is going on? Where are the testimonies? Everybody coming to you is coming with a challenge. Then I, from that night, I refused to eat. I said, God, I must get answers. I started praying. Then I went outside. The next day, anybody wanted to look for me. I was not seeing anybody. I went sitting down. I was praying fasting, praying fasting. That night, I said, I'm going to visit one of the members who has stopped coming. That member was with us right from holiday in, but I was not seeing the person again. No, no, the person had not been to church for one month. I said, I'm going to visit the person. I sat in the car. When I sat in the car, the Spirit of God says, because I've started, remember, I'm inquiring. I've started inquiring from morning. The Spirit of God says, listen to this message. As I said, listen to the message, actually, it's a message I preached. As I was listening to the message, I was getting the answers. I said, oh, it is this. The Spirit of God was revealing to me the spirit that was at work in the church that was causing that thing. Then the Spirit of God now told me, it will take a flood to wash that one away. Because sometimes you don't know whether you're going to, uh, uh, when I had the camp with the, with, the, with the model church, I taught them something. Sometimes God does it with a whirlwind. Sometimes God deals with demonic entities with a whirlwind. Sometimes he deals with it with a flood. It will mount pressure because you can't cause a flood by opening your tap in the morning and close it. Then even you come and open, will you cause a flood? No. You're going to keep the water on. So incessant praying within short intervals. So how will I know that's what I need to do? I had to inquire. So some part of the praying is for inquiry. Before the Holy Spirit will now tell you what to deal with. There's this lady... I mean, she's now in the UK, Daniela. She had an, she had an issue like that, uh, a condition, and she wanted her father to change because she knows her father. The father's a very good man, but the father was just misbehaving. And at this time, this lady has come to church in the beginning stages when we came back from lockdown. Then while I was teaching on victory by the Spirit, I was teaching on what intercession does now. I said, because you're a Christian, what you're going to do, okay, go to the book of Hebrews. 
Hebrews 4, verse 15. Look at this. He said, for we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but in all points was tempted like as we are, yet without sin. All right? So now, he's, he's referring us to how our high priest is touched. But his touch doesn't mean he will move. I've told you before. I said, sometimes you are, you are going to a predicament and Jesus is touched because he was a man like us. He knows that this thing you're going through really, really hurts. There was a time Jesus said, foxes have necks. He said, the, 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 the son of man has nowhere to lay his head. He knows how it feels like to be rejected. He knows how it feels like to be in temptation. He knows. But the fact that he's touched doesn't mean he will move. Because what, what will cause him to move is also different. So you go to verse 16. He said, because he is touched. Look at it. Because he is touched, let us therefore come. Hey, 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 hey. So that's not the one supposed to make the change. Listen. Let's say, for example... I'm in a school, and the headmaster has brought a wrong law. He said, everybody is going to do this or going to do that. And you know this is not correct. If you face the headmaster and say, what you are doing is not correct, it will not change anything because you cannot change. You don't make the rules. So who will you go to? You will go to the court, obtain an injunction, and bring it to the school. So even though you are not the head of the school, you've been able to make a change because you went to court. So sometimes in the family, even though you are not the one who makes the changes, you can go to the judge, you can go to our high priest and obtain a license to come and make a certain change. One time, some years ago, Mrs. Richardson, there was something somewhere 2019, something she, was, she had been dealing with. She had told me about it, I prayed about it, I told her some things to do. She had told me about it, I prayed about it. I told her some things to do. Everything I told her to do was, was, going, it was correct. But then, she had just been in church like a year and a half. And you know, these teachings, they must crystallize. They must crystallize. That you learn to one day doesn't mean you can, you, can, you can do them. It's like being in medical school. The fact that you've read a book on anatomy, that means, it doesn't mean you can do surgery. Because there's a difference between you knowing the thing and the thing knowing you. So I realized that the application of the things was a bit of an issue. But then, her daughters had been with me, and they understand everything I'll say. So, if, so, even though she was not able to make the changes where she was doing, one time I went to her house, I said, we are going to change the formation. So I called the daughters. I said, we are going to do it like this, do it like this, because we have to use intercession. We now have to go to court. They are not the heads of the home, but they want a change in the family. They have to go to court to obtain an injunction on what is going on in the house. So they were on it. I gave them the formation. I said, pray like this, pray like this, pray like this. You know? I said... As a chief legal advisor, I can tell you what you will tell the judge that he will listen to you. Tell the judge that. You don't, don't go to court and say, in the court you have to say, my lord. Don't go and say, Charlie, they can throw you out of the place. You can be right and still go to jail. And you say, they say, please say, my lord, before you talk to the judge. Oh, we are all human beings. Eh, nice. There's legal language. There's legal language. It's the same thing with intercession. Now you are going to court now. You are going to obtain an injunction. To put an injunction on some works of the devil in the house. Despite the fact that the scripture cannot be broken, you're going to obtain an injunction. So when you get the intercession, you first of all begin with an inquiry. Inquiry. Lord, what is the issue? If the Lord reveals to you, sometimes God will reveal it by asking you to listen to a message. Sometimes, that's what God will tell you. Sometimes he will lead you in how to deal with it. When you start praying about it, the Holy Spirit will start telling you, okay, you do this, you do that. You this, you're praying, you're praying. And let me tell you, that thing I was telling you, I was telling you about, all the while I was praying, 
and fasting every night. Personal, I was praying and fasting. Every night, I was calling the pastors for meeting and we're praying. Every night. Every night. Because I knew what I had seen. I knew what the issue was. I knew we had to deal with it. No break at all. I was on the devil front foot like that. By Thursday, I finished it. By Thursday evening, I finished it. I was so full of joy. All the while that the thing was going on, once I pick up the case, it was like the burden came. Once you pick up the case, the burden comes. Say, Lord, I want to deal with this thing. The burden will be given to you. All right, let's move. Then you'll be on it. Front foot. Front foot. You are not eating. You are fasting. You are praying. Front foot. You know what a front foot is? When someone says you're on front foot, what does it mean? Huh? Accelerator down. It's like, no, no, you are no, no space. No space. You say, oh, I prayed about it on Monday. Then Thursday morning. Then Sunday, in between service and communion service, I went to the washroom and now. Even the devil, the, the, the devil will come there and say, <laughs> Have you ever watched uh, this? Uh, I think it's like a meme. Some people were praying, fire, 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 fire. And the demon was dancing. The, 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 the wizard was dancing at the witch's coven. Fire, fire, fire. <laughs> then you are praying and the demon is saying, say, amen, amen. I watched a video how a woman was trying to cast out a devil. She said, because of the oil of my father on my life, come out. The girl who was possessed the demon say. <laughs> the girl possessed the demon. The, the, the demon was talking out of the lady. You need to pray harder and repent. <laughs> then the lady said, fire. She said, there's no fire, I'm feeling cold. <laughs> said, there's no fire, I'm feeling cold. <laughs> when you take on the devil, eh? Bible says, give no place to the devil. Give no place to the devil. Listen. As that lady I was talking about kept praying and doing what exactly I, I said, you kept praying, she kept praying and fasting and praying. One day, the father said, I think something is going on with me. Come and pray for me. Then she went, put her hand on the father. He said she began to cast out devils. That was the last time the father drank. Listen, listen. There are some changes you can effect. First of all, go and do an inquiry. In the inquiry, you don't go and say, every demon that is there, go out. No, we don't start like that because you sometimes don't know what exactly it is. And sometimes in the, in the dealing with uh, demonic spirits, you need to identify what exactly it is. Like in the case of the COVID, pastor had to bring out that it was the king of Assyria. When I was praying about what was going on in church, the Spirit of God said, it is Amalek. What if you don't know it? Don't worry about any name. Don't go say, Father, name, name, name now. Name, name, name is the spirit of Bubuashi. No. 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 Keep praying. Keep praying. The Holy Ghost will tell you what to do. Keep praying. The Holy Ghost will tell you what to do. Keep praying. Some cells have potential. Hmm? Some cells have potential that they will have never seen. And they will never see. Why? Because the devil has locked the potential. You need to be discerning. One time I was preaching in Presec many years ago. I was about to pray for a boy who says he's having a challenge, I think in his stomach or so. While I was about to lay hands, my eyes opened and I saw that the demon was sitting on his shoulder. So then if you put your hand on his stomach and say, out, out, the demon will be like, fire, 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 fire. The demon will just be, you know, sitting on his shoulder and you have put your hand on his. 
The devil had to, uh, the spirit had to tell me, no, look on his shoulder. And I saw it. I said, wow. Wow. The presence of God does not eliminate demons. It is the power of God. Jesus said, behold, I give you power. Behold, I give you power to trample upon serpents and scorpions and over all the methodias. That's the Greek word, the methodias of the enemy. So he said, I give you power over all power. So it is power versus power. The presence of God is a great thing. That, that's, that's what the presence of God does. But healing is a power. You are dealing with devils. with power. How God anointed Jesus Christ with the Holy Ghost and power. It is power over power. So you need to know, what am I dealing with? What am I dealing with? What am I dealing with? You are going for a document from the court. Document from the court. Father, Bring it. Bring it. In the case. All the glory belongs to you, God. All the praises belongs to you, God. All the worship belongs to you, God. You deserve. Adoration belongs to you, God. All the honor belongs to you, God. All the worship belongs to you, God. You deserve all the glory belongs to you, God. All the praises belong to you, God. All the worship Adoration belongs to you, the honor belongs to you, the honor the glory
for my heart. Praises from my heart. At this point, begin to pray in tongues. Pray for your family now. Pray for your family. Pray for your family. Pray for your family at this point. Pray for your family. Pray for your family. Pray for your family. Pray for your family. Your love has saved. We serve. I won't be the same again. I'm raining. I'm burning. I'm soaring on those wings. Yeah. Your love has We serve. I won't be the same.
to pray you're not only praying for your immediate family in which you are you're going to pray for your future family too the family that's ahead of you as you pray you speak a word you sow a seed of words the reason why the devil rampages some homes is because they were sleeping Jesus Christ said it he said, while men slept, the enemy came and sowed tears. They were sleeping. When people are asleep, the devil comes to plant things. Let me tell you one of the reasons why when the devil sows something in a family, it takes so long to bring it out. So sometimes he can sow it, and for 20 years, the family will go through it. Then after 20 years, something will now happen and there will be a tent. Let me tell you why it takes long like that. Because if you allow him to sow it, the verdict that Jesus, or the angels gave concerning the one that had been sown, the verdict was that allowed them to grow together. So yes, the family is okay, no divorce, but there's sickness. So because the two were growing together, what God was doing in the family and what the devil is doing were growing together. Because Jesus Christ said, allow them to grow together. So the thing was, they shouldn't have allowed the devil to sow it at all. That's why I said from the beginning, families having prayer and fasting, if you are here and your father has been calling for prayer and fasting and maybe devotion, he is saving you people. Because when you when the family sleeps, the enemy will come and shoot it. So sometimes some of those predicaments came while they were asleep. But Jesus said, Any tree which my father has not planted shall be uprooted. You see, so we can uproot the tree. But remember, when it was a plant, you couldn't uproot it. So sometimes, so the thing, the main thing is that don't allow the devil to sow anything at all. He said, while men slept. That's the, that's the challenge, while men slept. So even though we are praying now, now's prayer is not everything. I'm just kicking, setting it, kicking it for you, kicking it around for you. When you leave here, you're going to look for some days to make some changes. We'll look for some days to make some changes. Lift your hand and begin to pray. Pray. You know, when you are praying, I've told you, when you are praying, you know, talk to the Holy Spirit first. You know, because sometimes people miss it. Pray. Then they begin. No, no, for me, before I pray, I said, precious Holy Spirit, thank you for the opportunity to pray. Lord, as I pray. Then you tell him what you are looking for. Lord, as I pray. I have guidance because maybe you are looking for guidance. Tell him, as I pray, I have guidance. You are giving me guidance. Or as I pray, I approve this. You have to be sure what you are looking for from the Holy Spirit. He said he has not called the seed of Jacob to seek him in vain. So if you keep following God, I would say, then shall we know if we follow on to know. If you keep following God for either the answer or the revelation or the, the, 
the approaching of the thing, if you keep following God for you, will get an answer. The scripture cannot be broken. So you are going to pray. You are going to pray. When you stand prayer like that, I'm, t- I'm, I'm, I'm teaching you. If it's guidance, you're looking for Holy Spirit. Where Holy Spirit, you are helping me. You are giving me guidance on what to do. You are giving me guidance on what to do. Lord, this thing that my, my father has been, every time he starts a business for Lord, you are giving me guidance. You are giving me guidance. Because you, you want to go to court and go and get an injunction. You are giving me guidance. So we're only kicking off today. But you have to go and continue. Are you listening? Let's pray. Go ahead and pray. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, my family is full of joy and prosperity. There will be peace, 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 prosperity, joy. Mantolos kekradela, rasura rekoshe gradela, ratoske lano, retoske bakora mandos kiralila. Iste papapa, iste papandelo, ile kora nama sukre tele kobre sabradina. Mantole lola mushepa mata kanko kelala. Hey, alola monto bre salona manto kala. Ikorodos tekro celebroko, ila kala nama shita. He alolo, he alolo, he alolo. Koro taleba, rabebe, rabebe, rabebe. Yela kolebo, telebaba, lababa, bela montele. Letoni kasure, manto breto, kalanino, 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 kalanino. Mutelilo, mutelilo, kalanino, mutelilo. Kalimamo, labrote, litolembro, silamanto, prenenoka. Mento gisco, mento gisco, mento gisco, mento gisco, mento gisco. Rotile, Montile, 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 Malino, 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 Kalino, Saleno, Bretone, Montelebro, Sile Prote, Sile Prote, Sile Prote, Sile Prote, Protilo, 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 Lamilo, Malino, Mila Kilo, Mila Kilo, Mila Kilo, Mila Kilo, Madrino, Rosito, Rosito, Yeranino, 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 Yeranino. Yeranino, Yeramo, Shetatelo, 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 Velo, 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 Cacala, Cacala, Mashila, Malino, 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 Matelo, Calelo, Calelo, Matelo, Calelo, Matelo, Calelo, Matelo, Calelo, Matelo, Calelo, Aisto, Palelo, Aisto, Palelo, Aisto, Palelo. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Ah, yeah. Joy is restored.